for 11 years in a row. Ranking Arizona's number one most trusted referral network, rosieonthehouse.com. Information that you can't get anywhere else. And over three decades of Rosie on the House. And thank you this morning for tuning in to Rosie on the House. In this hour, we're going to get to what I believe is the weakest link in your home. It's your windows. And people ask me all the time, what should I do to cut my electric bills in the summer? Should I buy a new air conditioner? Should I put in more insulation? Should I install radiant barriers? Well, you know, I always tell you, do a whole house energy audit first. And a whole house energy audit will tell you the same thing every single utility company in Arizona will tell you. The windows are your biggest problem. So we've got a window expert in here in studio this morning with us, Sal Sacato of Dunright Windows. Sal, thanks for joining us, buddy. Thanks for having me. Good morning. I like to just take people and, and tell them, look, your house is an envelope. And you can insulate that envelope to an R100. So I tell people to think of their home as an envelope. And they always want to insulate, insulate, insulate that envelope. And insulation tends to be fairly cheap. So it's an easy go-to for them. But I tell them, it doesn't do you any good to have an envelope insulated to an R100 when you take a shotgun to it and shoot a bunch of windows in it. I mean, they are your weakest link. Why spend so much money adding unnecessary insulation to your attic and your walls when you're installing cheap windows. Absolutely. I mean, and you you window guys make it hard. I want you to know that, Sal. <laughs> Why is well, that? Well, because we talk our value. You do. And I know. With, with, with everybody else. And, and then when we get to a window, we got to invert that to a U value. And it gets very confusing. We should do the numbers one day and see what it is. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> because an R value and people, and, and I would say the majority of homeowners think this way. You know, should I have an R19, an R11 in my outside wall? Should I have an R30 or 38 in my attic? And in, in their mind, their frame of reference tells them the higher the R value, the better the product is for taking care of your controlled air inside. Sure. Okay. But now the window industry comes along and says, well, we're not going to be rated by an R value. We're going to be rated by a U value. Well, we need to be a little different. <laughs> well, this is <laughs> this is more than a little different. A U value is really fairly complicated in my mind. Explain it to me. Well, you actually have two. You have the solar heat gain coefficient and then the U factor. So the solar heat gain will tell you how much heat is coming in during the summer months. It's actually on a one to zero scale. So your windows today, if it had a solar heat gain of a 0.22, that's telling you that 22% of the heat is transferring into your house through that glass on a summer day. Now, the U factor is a little bit more difficult. That's on a, I believe, a 0.2 to 1.2 scale. So it's a little different, uh, but that's, that'll tell you how much heat is going out during the winter. Typically, you'll see that somewhere around a 0.29, 0.26, something like that. So not only did you do away with a simple R value, Mm-hmm. Now you have a summer and a winter separate metric coefficient. Well, don't uh, shoot the messenger. <laughs> <laughs> but, 
But the, the moral of the story is where you may, homeowners, I'm talking to you, have always relied on the higher the R value, the better insulated you are. When it comes to windows... The lower number, the better number you have. Okay. So would you know off the top of your head what is a 1970s vintage single-pane aluminum frame window? Do they... Did they ever even you rate those pieces of garbage? <laughs> yes, I have seen it about um, it'll block out. So those numbers are actually inverted. So it'll block out about 13% of the heat. That's taken in the shade, that number. Yeah. And, and, and that's not a national um, rating that I have read. That's just some documentation I have read throughout different okay. places, but somewhere around a 13%. So if I came to you and I said, budget is no option. It, it, it's not a consideration. I don't care what I'm going to spend for windows. You give me the most energy-efficient window possibly available. Okay. What kind of metrics am I going to be looking at? Well, it depends. I mean, if, if you want that, then I'm going to tell you just to put in a wall, right? <laughs> okay? Because that's going to be more energy-efficient. Well, that's but if you my want, point. Good, if you want good. glass, you have... You have the low E, right? We all have heard low E. It's the chemical. It's on the inside of the glass. Double pane typically. Without pushing technology's envelope, three coats low E and argons essentially going to be blocking out 95% of the UV and 80% of the heat, give or take a couple of percentages. Okay. Now, if you use a aluminum conducting frame, that number is obviously going to be less efficient compared to an aluminum clad or fiberglass yes. or Fibrex product. Um, they do push the envelope today. You can achieve an additional eight more percent energy efficiency. However, you're drastically going to be lowering the amount of light that comes in, in turn, giving you a very high hue to the glass as well. Some people don't like it. It's something you have to look at. Whether it's a bluish or a green hue, it can be very prominent in the glass itself. Okay. And, and we're talking primarily the glass structure of these windows. Mm -hmm. uh, I would think uh, I would want to put that window, the, the highest rated efficient glass in a wood frame. And because I don't like maintenance, I'd throw an aluminum clad over the top of the outside of it. That's definitely a good option. Um, if you got into a full fiberglass or a full composite window, you would probably have less maintenance, little to no maintenance over a very popular Rosie's favorite okay. wood interior aluminum clad exterior, which does come with a little bit of maintenance. So okay. it really depends as to what the homeowner is ultimately looking for for looks. And then you have to mix that with the maintenance schedule that they're looking for. And these windows... And I don't care how much I'm spending for them. What are their what are their you? What are what what are their you values going to be? What should somebody be looking for if they're looking for the best thermally efficient window possible? What family of numbers? Well, um, with pushing the envelope and getting the most energy efficient glass and having that darker hue, you're going to be in the 12 to 13 solar heat gain range. And that means you're only going to be letting 12 to 13% of the heat through. Um, if you don't want to push that envelope, you're going to be at the 20% heat okay. range. But there's going to be a huge difference in the light that comes through those two different pieces for of glass. That eight, eight, for that 8 to 10%, you're, you're yes. going to say, 
sacrifice a lot of light. A now, lot. It's my understanding that we can sunscreen a window and we can cut a third to a fourth, a fourth to a third of the light, and your eye won't even pick it up. At what point does your eye start picking up, I'm in a room with less light? Well, I really can't tell you about your eyes. I can tell you about mine. <laughs> yeah, okay. <laughs> and these days it that's has to true. be lighter and lighter on the inside. Right? Yeah, that's true. So um, my experience in the industry is people have not complained about the amount of light coming through when they go with the standard three coat without pushing okay. the envelope. Okay. I've only heard positives. I've only heard it's a filtered light because it blocks out the 95% of the UV and it's yeah. a soft light. A lot of times it's going to be brighter than what people have in their house because a lot of times they have single pane or dual pane, clear glass, and the 95% light blocking sunscreens. When we remove all of that and just put the energy-efficient windows in, it's by far brighter but by far more energy-efficient. That's a win-win. It's a win-win, unless you want your house really dark. Or hot. Or hot. <laughs> <laughs> so – that we were, I want to get back to glass a little bit later, but I did want to. I couldn't have you in here for an hour talking windows without giving you and your industry a little bit of rash over how complicated y'all make it. Uh, I only hear but, it from you, though. <laughs> yeah, okay, that's fair. Maybe it's my simple-minded way, Sal. <laughs> um, I guess it, when you're introduced into the industry and that's already an accepted standard, you just. It, it, you know, incorporated as the way things are. I've been in this industry for maybe 14, 15 years now. And yeah, it's, it's been like this ever since. Ever since. Oh yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Well, if you can produce a sticker, a window sticker that has an R value on it, I'd like to see that. Yeah. Well, it used to, <laughs> it used to be the only thing we had, you know, on the window, it had an actual R value. Oh, absolutely. I, yeah. I Every major manufacturer across the, the globe was producing R ratings on their windows and there was one particular manufacturer that got as high as an R8. And, uh, but the only way you could get the R8 was to close all the blinds and turn it into a wall. Yeah. You know? <laughs> so it wasn't a window anymore. But what people don't understand, I think, uh, but it's easy to understand. Folks, if you go from an R1 to an R2, you're not increasing it. By 100%. You're increasing it by 1,000%. It's exponential. So on the low end of the scale, if you can go from an R1 to an R3, that's huge. You go from an R30 to an R38, that ain't so much. So let's get off our values. <laughs> we but, can agree but, to disagree. <laughs> but I will tell you, in the 60s, 70s, and 80s, we bought windows. With our value All stickers right. right on them. I want to see one. Okay. <laughs> All right. We'll have to reach back out to my, uh, maybe I can get some old uh, job site photographs before we took the window stickers off. I'll we'll, find some. We'll take a trip to the library. Okay. All <laughs> right. Very good. We've got Sal Cicado here from Dunright Windows here talking about how important windows are if you're trying to take a holistic look at every system of your house, and you want a clean house, you want a quiet house, you want an energy-efficient house, well, you aren't going to be able to accomplish any of those things without addressing your windows. And the majority of the windows installed by a majority of the merchant large-scale home builders are nothing less than junk. 
You can tell them I said so. We'll be back right after this with Sal. Welcome back to Rosie on the House, where we're talking about the weakest link you have in your home for comfort, cleanliness, quietness, and energy efficiency. It's your windows. Here with Sal Sacato of Dunright Windows. And Sal, you represent several lines of windows. I mean, you, you've got several you like. Yes. Um, we have quite a few different manufacturing companies that we offer. We're not the company just to push one brand down a customer's throat and say, this is the best one. Let me tell you a thousand bells and whistles about it. Yeah. Uh, what we truly do is gather all the information of what's going to work best for the home and the homeowner and then um, offer the product that's going to best fit their needs. All right. And w- what drives a homeowner generally to call you? Is it the dust? Is it the noise? Is it the energy efficiency? It's really all above, but most, people's, most people don't know that they're going to improve by sound. They're going to improve the dust. They, they think for the most part, it's only going to improve the energy efficiency. I think people are surprised with a good window. A good window facing west or south in the summer, if that's where your favorite reading chair is, you can go sit down and you can be comfortable. And a lot of people don't believe that. Oh, absolutely. Some people would probably suntan behind their windows in that reading chair with their old windows. Oh, with their old windows, they would. It just oh, yeah. gets so hot, you have to move the chair, find another place to read. And not only that, but the chair itself, I'm sure, is bleached from the sun, the UV, and that will not happen anymore behind the new 95 protectant UV glass. And you're, just about every window is coming with the UV protectant anymore, isn't it? That's the low E chemical, yeah. Yeah, so that's stopping the fading that occurs on the carpet, the upholstery, the curtains and everything else. Absolutely. So you stop all that damage with a new window package. What are some of the things you're looking for when you go out to a home to to do an assessment? I would guess, generally speaking, you're looking at just aluminum frame, single or double double pane windows, right? Well, I don't know. We really do replace a lot of different product out there. Um, For the most part, it's just going to be your low energy efficient windows that we're replacing. That's the good majority of it. I would say 25% want to replace it just for looks or operation. The rest is energy efficiency. Okay. Do you see much of the old steel Torrance windows anymore? The old steel casements? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. we're replacing them all the time. Yeah, down the his- historical district With the plaster houses. Oh, yeah. And, oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. man. Talk, talk about an ironclad window, but it's, I mean, it let everything in. It sure did. I don't think that was ever designed with a seal, though. There was no. never a seal. It was just iron on iron. It was. Yeah. <laughs> you, you, had to, you had to put your own mohair self Your own seal. Yes, yeah. you did. <laughs> yeah, you bought a new house. You got a, a roll of mohair to put in the windows. But it's a window manufacturer out of California, in Torrance, California, Torrance Steel Windows. And they still sell and make those windows and the replacement parts, all the old cranks and uh, casements that are caulked and glued shut yeah. and painted to clay. That they can all be made operable. I think those were the a, worst energy-efficient windows you, But you there. can't. No matter what you fix on them operationally, you cannot get them energy efficient. Oh, well, you can just put insulation over them and bore them up. <laughs> uh, I've seen a few homes like that with the dowel foam glued to the inside of the window. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you've got that one inch of foam with the aluminum backing. They just oh, yeah, set, yeah, yeah. Well, we've sure seen a lot of changes 
in Windows. Um, now, the low E, explain a little bit what low E is. What is low emissivity? Mm, I'm not a scientist, and that's definitely above my pay grade there. All I can tell you is how it produces good energy efficiency numbers. Low E, I think there's a soft coat and a hard coat. Um, different manufacturing companies offer different products of it. It's always on the inside of the double pane. You can never touch it. You can never scratch it. You just wash your windows like normal. And that is what makes your windows energy efficient. So I couldn't actually tell you the chemical makeup of it. No, I wasn't looking for chemical makeup. Just why, why it has become so prevalent. And, it, and it's all the things you just listed. You answered the question. Oh, well, fantastic. <laughs> Inadvertently, huh? Yeah, even, even in a non-scientific way. That's so perfect. how it does work is it reflects the heat outward. That's the simple answer to it. It does not let the heat transfer in through it. It reflects it back outward. Now, in the winter, does it reflect the heat back in? To no, the house? it typically does not. They do have some like uh, low-E heat lock glass, things like that that are designed to do something of that. But if you still look at the U factor, which I told you is the winter energy efficiency months, yes. they're still going to be relatively the same numbers. Those aren't okay. going to change. So um, typically, if you do like the Frank Lloyd Wright thinking where your you know, windows that only get hit during the winter, you do a low, um, either two coats or no coats of low E on that, something like that. But it's very seldom is that even an option, really. But you, you will consider changing gla glazing options in one home as you go around the four elevations of it? I typically say go with the most energy efficient glass package available for that product because yeah. even at night when it's 100 degrees outside, yeah. if your single pane window is letting in 8% and you think it's okay because it's in the shade, your new energy efficient window is going to be blocking out 80% of that and that's still in the shade. Okay. Well, we're here with Sal Sakato of Dunright Windows, Rosie Certified Window Replacement Specialist. Uh, been a member. Sal, you've been a member what now? About seven, eight years? Is it, has it been that long? Well, it's been close to that. Very huh. close to that. Wow. I can't tell you how much I appreciate you carrying the banner because we get a lot of very positive feedback from the customers you install windows on. We'll be back. More Talking Windows with Rosie on the house and Sal Sakato of Dunright Windows. Back this morning talking windows at Rosie on the House, uh, trying to give you all an education as to what to consider when you're really trying to increase the comfort of your home, the cleanliness of your home, actually the quietness of your home, and the energy efficiency. So we're here with Sal Sakato of Dunright Windows. Sal, we've talked a bit about the different kind of glazing that's available. Now, we can put that glazing into all kinds of different window frame material. Correct. Okay. For years, the standard here in Arizona was just aluminum. Correct. Now, I think that's the same reason they make radiators out of aluminum, because they conduct heat so well. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so every single window in our homes actually became a heat radiator. The aluminum... I've, I've, I've taken a thermal gun and shot aluminum west-facing windows. The aluminum frame is well over 130 degrees. I think I've hit 160 on a black frame. 
in yeah, yeah inside the inside house. the house inside the air conditioned mm-hmm. house. We actually can't caulk them sometimes when they're direct um, sun-facing, warm day on the inside of the house. It flashes the caulking as soon as it hits the window frame. Wow. So we can't even tool it. Mm-hmm. To me, as durable as it can be, that should eliminate a pure aluminum frame. The aluminum product, for the most part, is being phased out. There is a thermally broken aluminum product which separates the interior of the window frame and the exterior of the window frame by a piece of non-conductive material. Okay, breaks that heat transfer a bit. Absolutely. Okay. So up from aluminum, up the window ladder of quality, where am I going to step up next? What's the next step up? Your next step up is going to be your vinyl product. Your vinyl product is going to be by far more energy efficient. You really get the most bang for your buck with that product. However, that is your softest product, and if you're looking for a two-tone color or a black on the inside, uh, a black on the inside is not an available option on the vinyl product. You can have a two-tone, however, it's going to be painted on the exterior. Okay, and I've talked trash about vinyl windows for 20 years, but uh, they they have made some significant improvements as opposed to those first generations of vinyls that came out. They definitely have made some improvements, that's for sure. Uh, if you're looking for the most bang for your buck, like I said, your vinyl product is going to be the product for you as long as you don't have oversized windows, you're not looking for black on the inside. Now, I know what question you're going to ask next. What's the next step up? Yes. <laughs> you look surprised. You're exactly right. <laughs> so next step up from that is going to be a, a large step. It's not a small step. It's going to be either your fibrex or fiberglass material. Now, on that, that is going to be uh, your strongest material, your pretty much zero maintenance material. Yes. The only thing that you have to maintain on that is just clean the dog hair and the hair out of your tracks for the most part. Um, That will come in many different colors. It's going to be strong. Uh, You're going to be able to get oversized materials on that, and it's going to be energy efficient and ease of operation is going to be good with that product. I believe it is the best window product dollar for dollar for the Southwest of any other product on the market. I think so as well. Yeah. The fiberglass or fiberx material, as far as the product itself. Yeah. That's, it's definitely a lot better than any other option. I mean, it's just, it's just there forever. It's thermally stable. It's not growing and shrinking, and the temperature changes throughout the seasons. It seals up tight, keeps the dust out. You can put virtually whatever glazing package you want in it. You can get it in just about every operation. You can get it casement, single hung, double hung. I think it's a great product. Absolutely. Absolutely. It's a very stout product. It's not going to move in the Arizona heat, our, our little colds that we have, but it does amazingly well from what I've seen in the past. All right, Sal, if we're stepping up from the fiberglass, what's our next rung of the ladder? Again, it's no small step. So our next step is going to be an aluminum clad. Okay. So that's going to be what you talk about all the time, the wood interior, aluminum clad exterior. Now, there are a couple different cladding products. My favorite is definitely the aluminum. Um, you would have like a vinyl option, but that is your softest material. I don't see that lasting very well out there. Okay. So your aluminum clad product, you have all of the options, all the bells and whistles, many different color interiors, stains, paints, 
uh, many different baked-on product color exteriors. I mean, you could get you could get so persnickety, you could pick wood species. Wood species, absolutely. I mean, you could get a very, very handsome package and then custom color the exterior cladding. And you can even pick if you want knots in your wood species or not. There's a lot to pick from. Now, something to think about is that product may not be for everybody. First, the budget, because that's definitely your most yep, expensive that's, that's, window configuration yep. as far as material. But the overall window thickness of that frame, typically it's going to come in at four and a half inches at the minimum. Um, with that, you usually don't end up with a window sill. It's usually trimmed off on the interior. So your entire jam of your window of your window sill is now a window. Doesn't work with shutters, doesn't work with blinds. Yeah. So again, to each their own for what product is going to work best for their house, their needs, and their need with their house. All right. Let's talk about – we've talked about the glass. We've talked about the frames. Let's talk about the quiet capabilities of new windows. How far have you all gotten in really creating a, a quiet window? Well, there's definitely a lot out there. So STC is the rating for your glass. Um, they say that plus or minus 10 points is twice or half as loud. Now, your standard double-pane vinyl window, let's say, I believe comes in somewhere around a 29. Okay. Your single-pane aluminum window, I think, comes in somewhere around a 15. Okay. So that tells me right off the bat, by just by upgrading to a new window from single pane, you are twice, twice as, as quiet. Okay. From there, you're most bang for your buck as far as dedicating a little bit more money towards, towards sound deadening your glass would be what is called offset glass. Some people call it an STC package. Each manufacturing company calls it something different. Okay. And what that does is it makes the exterior or interior piece of glass thicker or thinner than the other one. And that will block out almost twice as many wavelengths. It does put you somewhere around a 0.32, so a 32 on the STC. Okay. The next step up from that is a very expensive jump. It's laminating your glass, and that will only put you at a 33. Oh, wow. Yeah, so there's the, definitely the most bang for your buck right there at the, that 32 STC. That can go uh, pretty high. There are some sound detonating, some true sound detonating windows out there that will get up to about a 47. That's for residential. Wow. Above that is commercial, and that will definitely even get higher than that. But you don't have the thickness of the wall – I'm sorry, the thickness of the window on a sound detonating window will be somewhere around six or seven inches, maybe five depending on which window you you select, and that will take up again your entire window cavity. Sure. Yeah. But a definite option for those high traffic arteries that may be running right by on the other side of your backyard wall. Absolutely. If you live on a busy street or you have a band in the garage next door, Ooh. yep, Ooh. you they will block them out. It's amazing to see the eighteen wheeler driving down you or past you down the street and you close that window and you cannot hear it. So there is great dead sound deadening cap capabilities of several window manufacturers mm -hmm. absolutely okay so we've talked about the energy efficiency uh the sound deadening the beauty of the different products and then you've got the cleanliness yeah 
most people are actually pretty surprised to hear (laughs) that the new windows won't allow dust to come in like the old windows do. Um, That was when I first got into the industry, that was the biggest surprise that I actually had. We were getting customers calling us left and right, left and right. Sal, I haven't um, I haven't dusted my house in three, four weeks. I used to dust every day. Yeah. And those calls, believe it or not, never stopped coming in. They, we still get those calls. I would say once every week and a half, two weeks, we get a call like that about the dust. A happy c- customer that's had the window package replaced, and they're now realizing how much dust was coming in the house oh, yeah. from their old window package. Yeah, you know how you see dust on your windowsills all the yeah, time? Sure. That's always there. That's, that's, you're not going to see that anymore. And what is the what is the rating for a window's ability to seal? As far as the air, it's there is a DP rating. I do not know much about that because typically once you get over the um, third floor of a commercial property, then your rating takes into place. So I'm going to oh. be I'm going to be lacking knowledge on the DP rating. What is fenestration? That'll that's the pretty much the same thing. The air, yeah. I it, I, it it's I know nothing. The, the about wind's that. ability to resist air and dust transferring through it. How much it transfers through it? Yeah, I can tell you that the aluminum is going to be the worst for letting air pass through oh, it. Yeah. But those numbers aren't produced on your standard uh, energy efficiency or standard sticker. That's on the window. So we actually really have to dig into the manufacturing to learn that on each window. To get all that technical data. Yeah. Which now, it, it's so minimal from window to window. I, it's something that I've never at, been asked to look into. Actually. Okay. Do you know what defenestration is? No. Here's a, here's a history lesson. All right. 17th century. A revolt <laughs> in the Czech Republic. Uh, the, the revolutionaries storm city hall and they throw the city hall cabinet members out the window look it up it's called the defenestration of the (laughs) czech republic (laughs) and it happened in prague and it actually happened no that's the truth (laughs) it happened three separate times it was actually the start of the 30-year wars in the mid 1600s rosie i thought you were going to teach me something that was i could use But defenestration <laughs> is a word you can use all the time. We uh, should defenestrate America, I think. Uh, <laughs> now that's for a different conversation, that, right? That's a different <laughs> conversation. All right. Let's see. What haven't we covered here in the way of windows right now? Let's talk a little bit about Dunright. All right. Um, geez. Well, I built this company from the ground up with my own way of living. And that's truthful and honest. Um, I treat every customer and not just me, but all of our employees treat every customer as if they were family. We really do. I'm not going to walk into a house and sell you something that I wouldn't sell my mom or give to my mom or put in my, my parents' house, something like that. Uh, we are a, truly a big family and we treat all of our customers like family. That's awesome. And you were raised in the construction trades right here in the Phoenix area. Yeah, built many custom homes. Um, I was a mason for many years. I am a jack of all trades, but I'll tell you, the window and door industry is a lot easier to uh, be in. All right. Here with Sal Sacato of Dunright Windows talking about all the things 
having to do with the windows of your house, home, castle, or cabin. We've talked the glazing. We've talked the frame packages. We've talked the ability to reduce sound transmission. We've talked about the ability to reduce dirt transmission. And we'll wrap it all up in the following last segment right here at Rosie on the House. Well, this is not Window 101. We've, we've gone into about the 300 level of classes here, and I, I hope you, the Arizona homeowners, have appreciated because window shopping needs to be taken seriously. And you need to take a good hard look at the options that are available as well as the companies that are available out there to do it. Let's talk about... Um, Let's talk about screens. Sunscreen. Window screens. Uh, sunscreens, actually. Okay. I get a lot of questions okay. about this. A lot of people ask that a lot of people currently have old energy efficient windows with sunscreens on them. Sometimes those sunscreens are brand new. They're not happy with the energy efficiency level that they now have, and they're replacing the windows. Let's swap the window, but I'd <clears throat> like to save the new sunscreen. Or put them back on. Yeah. Right. So most manufacturing companies actually void the warranty on the window if the customer puts a sunscreen back on. Why, you ask? The sunscreen can overheat that glass. It'll overheat that glass. It'll break the seal on the glass or even break the glass itself. Not only that, but a lot of times the way that the screen is installed, and I'm sure most of your viewers can walk outside and check their screens and be exactly right. like this, is the tabs that hold the screen on are screwed directly to the face of that window. So um, what needs to happen if we go and replace the window and they want the sunscreens on because they want privacy, you know, people are walking by all the time, they need to have the tabs that are going to hold that screen about an inch off of an Completely inch. off the manufacturer's frame. Yes, just so that piece of glass can breathe. That heat can go up and away from the window. And then those tabs cannot be mounted directly into the face of the window itself. And are we seeing sunscreens overheat windows just by being there or because they're They've developed some slack and they're resting against the glass. It's because they're trapping the heat in between that sunscreen itself and the glass. So let's say you have a decorative pop-out around your window. Yes. That screen may be pressed tight in there to where that heat, there's nowhere for it to go. And so a sunscreen actually voids most manufacturer's warranties. Yes. It depends on how it's installed. It needs to be installed correctly, then it's not going to create a problem or void. Ultimately, if it creates a problem, the factory will go out there, look at it and say, hey, this voided the warranty because it created this problem. I knew tinting did that. I did not know sunscreens did that. Tinting does that as well. Yes. Yeah. Again, the reflectiveness of the low E, if it's bouncing the rays back and forth because you, <laughs> you applied a secondary tint to it, now those rays aren't even able to get out of that double pane piece of glass and they're trapped in there. It's going to overheat that piece of glass pretty quick and break it. Yeah, because, of course, that was our defense for a long time when tinting came out is tint everything. Uh, and, and then we just saw massive glass failures mm -hmm. across the whole valley. Yep. Uh, well, we're talking about warranties. You, you've got a peculiar warranty. Our warranty is lifetime. And the reason why we do this is we want our customers to know that we're there for them. If they, need a pro if they have a problem in 10 years, give us a call. We'll come right out, fix it. And then that actually has you, it, it gets us back into your mind. You guys will tell your friends, geez, you know, we had some windows installed 15 years ago from Dunright, 
and we had uh, a problem with one of the locking mechanisms. They came right back out and fixed it, and that was 15 years ago. We are about 80% referral-based, and our company grows because of how well we treat our customers and how well our customers treat us. A lifetime warranty on installation. Lifetime warranty on install. From done right windows. Now, it does need to be a manufactured product, so it can't be a wood door because that's going to, you know, work a little bit. Yeah, yes, it will. (laughs) Yeah, I understand that. So pretty much everything. And will y'all do some some door replacement as well? Absolutely. Yes, we we do offer custom-built wood doors, fiberglass doors. Typically today, if you see a new front door that looks like wood, most likely it's a fiberglass man-made product. Yeah. Which usually comes with a lifetime warranty from the factory. We offer the lifetime warranty on the install. You know, if your house settles in 10 years, we'll come out and readjust it in a couple of minutes and be on our way. Okay. Very good. Well, Sal, I think we've covered windows pretty much from head to toe here, all the way up and down the the ladder. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, So you've got the aluminum, you've got the vinyl, you've got the fiberglass, which we have both said Folks, if you're shopping windows, take a hard look at that fiberglass product because for the dollar, it's hard to beat what you're buying right there. If you buy cheap, you buy twice. If you buy cheap, you buy twice. Fiberglass windows, you'll only buy once. Very That's good. That's for sure. And Sal, if somebody wanted to get a hold of Dunright Windows. Absolutely. Uh, our office phone number is 602-456-2227. And I'll tell you what, Rosie, I love all of your customers and your listeners uh, we'll give anyone a $200 discount on any purchase that uh, they have spent with us. Okay. Yep. Yeah, we do have good customers, don't we? Yes, you have very good listeners. Yeah, we have great listeners. They make they make for great customers because they're generally well-thought-out people. That and they have done their homework. So our true customers, the people that hire us, are the customers that spend hours finding the best window and door replacement company out there. Um, the ones that are listening to you because you've already done your homework. Um, all of our customers are the ones that want a reassurance that everything's going to go well and be done right. Sal Sicato of Done Right Windows, Rosie, certified window and door uh, replacement, replacement specialist. There you go. And if again, if they wanted to get a hold of you, what's the phone number and the website? Our phone number is 602-456-2227, and our website is www.azwindowreplacement.com. And you can always find them at rosieonthehouse.com. Simply put in your zip code, place window is the category you'd like to search, and Done Right will pop right up. Sal, thanks a million for coming in today, buddy. I always love being here. <laughs>